The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 88, Monday, October 29th, 2007. This is the two-year anniversary episode. Two years! <clears throat> um, so last year we did the Halloween party. We had some that, friends there. Yeah. But did that make it to the air? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was episode 50. <laughs> yeah, remember we were talking about um, putting cares? sports logos on coffins. <laughs> There's a company that okay. does that. The wonders of the world. They're picking out whatever new, new wonders of the world. So this year, I think that we'll just keep recording until we run out of things to talk about. <laughs> what? So this could be like uh, <laughs> this could be like a ten-hour episode. <laughs> could I don't? This, yeah, it could. So be. this could be like a Jerry Lewis telethon, right, Jerry? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like we'll be here at like four in the morning. We'll bring out like uh, the Smothers Brothers or something. <laughs> I posted on the website that if if any of our listeners have any topics or ideas they want us to talk about, mm. to post it right to leave a comment. Oh I my know- god. <laughs> Well, I know it was last fall out of my seat. I know, I know it was last minute. So we're doing this episode, two year anniversary special. But if there uh for our listeners, you can still post a comment about any topics you want and we'll do it for the next episode. We will continue the two year anniversary. Well wait, we ask people to post comments all the time. To give yeah, us something and to they talk do. About. You're right, right, and they yeah. do. You know, the whole Van Halen thing, Led Zeppelin, uh, episode 87. There's a lot of discussion there. Gibbity bop! <laughs> uh, yeah, so this will be part one. Two-year anniversary part one. Whoever's listening, go to paunchstevenson.com. Post uh, a comment with any ideas or topics you want us to talk about. Or you know, news items, whatever. Celebrity, whatever. And then part two next week, we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about it. And part two, we'll have a part two, uh, two year anniversary. Right. Well, anyway, so anyway, this is the Paunch Stevenson show. This is episode 88. You know what that means? Ah, how can I forget? Marty. (laughs) Great Scott. I am Rob, you are Greg. Three, two, one, go. Alright. <laughs> um, this is from uh, a few weeks ago, but I, I haven't brought this up. But I, I gotta, just real quick. Okay. Ben Stiller. Remember, he came out with the movie, uh, uh, early, uh, I don't know, it was a few weeks ago, I guess, whatever, The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. Opening weekend, he did not get number one. 
I know. I think that's the first time. He was body slammed by The Rock. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Stiller, can you smell? Yeah, that's um the game plan. Yeah, which was an awful, awful movie. At least it looked like it. <laughs> but Ben Stiller is no longer number one. He's done. He's not it anymore. He's lost it. So I'm sure immediately they were not able to use number one movie in America or number one comedy in America. <laughs> they had to go right to the number one Ben Stiller movie in, in America. America. Yeah. Right. Um. Right now at the box office, right, this is up to date as of October 29th. Right. Number one, Saw 4. Yes, which I, I did see. I see, I see the, I seen the Saw movie. Saw the Saw, Seesaw. <laughs> right. Number two, Dan in Real Life. That's Steve Carell. Steve Carell, I don't know. You know, he's supposed to be, uh, he's in the new, the remake, whatever, of uh, Get Smart. Oh, yeah, he's playing He's playing uh, Maxwell Smart. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awful. <laughs> Number three. What did that guy used to sound like? You, you do him good. Oh, he he did the, uh, Don Adams. He did the voice of Inspector Gadget. No, no, but in, in the show. <laughs> would you believe? Yes, would you believe? Maxwell or, Smart, would, would you believe? Or, you know, or uh, we never talked about this. What? Remember, we always talk about Jack Palance, right? Yeah, we used to. And, and this show has not been on television for so long. And I used to watch this all the time. It's how I know Jack Palance. What? Ripley's Believe It or Not. Remember? He was in that? Yes, he did the one back in like the 70s or 80s, whatever it was. And it was like all this like crazy, gory stuff. And he'd like show up at the end, like looking like a nut and be like, believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. It was insane. It wasn't like that new one they did with Dean Kane, which was horrible. No, I, I didn't even know there was a new one. Oh, it was terrible. It was like all stunts. Well, wait, what was that old Ripley's Believe It or Not show? It was all fiction? No, I don't think so. Huh. I don't know. <clears throat> but it was Jack Palance. It was great. Well, he's anyway. dead. Well, he's no, dead and Don Adams is dead. Yes. Uh, yeah, so number three, 30 Days of Night. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. It's no uh, <laughs> some kind of vampire movie. It looks really, really bad. Number four, The Game Plan with The Rock. Children's Still? movie. Yeah. Uh, number five... <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? Oh, never Who heard of it. This Tyler Perry idiot keeps coming out with these horrible, dumb comedies. What is Ever. it, like National Lampoon or American Pie? No, he's a comedian. Oh. But he has to put his name at the beginning of never every Never heard movie. of him. I know, he's because well, he stinks. Like Dane Cook? <laughs> Number six, Michael Clayton. Ugh. Starring George Clooney. Yes. Number seven, Gone Baby Gone. Right. Never heard of it. Uh, that's that's a movie that Ben Affleck did. No, oh, that's why I've never heard of it. <laughs> Number eight, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas in 3D. 
Now we, you know, we talk about George Lucas, which I saw last year, being a psychopath <laughs> with the re-releasing of Star Wars. When is this Tim Burton gonna stop with the Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> it Enough keeps, already. It keeps making a lot of money. I saw it back in like 1994. I'm never. I never saw it again. Yeah, but now it's in 3D, digital 3D. Where are you? Where are you supposed to see this thing in 3D? I saw it in Union Square last year. Okay, you're fine. In the middle of New York City. Where is the rest of the United States going to see a 3D movie? <laughs> I don't know. Um, number nine, We Own the Night. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, that's that's a movie with Mark Wahlberg uh, and Joe Queen Phoenix and Robert Duvall. <laughs> just looks awful. Number ten, The Comebacks. The who? The Comebacks. The Comeback? Oh! It's a comedy, you know, it's like a... Oh, it's like date movie, and it's just... Yeah, basically, Scary Movie uh, was a parody of all these different um, They're just horror movies. and worse and worse. I know. Scary Movie was a parody of many different horror movies. The Comebacks is a parody of many different sports movies. Right. The genre basically started with, like, Airplane and Naked Gun. Right. Yeah, and like now spy it's, movies, action yeah, movies. and now it's just turned into a disaster. Yeah, that's you know this summer was great. Summer was great for movies. What? Yeah, it's just one great movie after another. Now we're back to the horrible, typical movie <laughs> nonsense. Well, I don't recall us complimenting any movie over the summer. The Simpsons. All right, well, maybe The Simpsons. Although Rush Hour some... 3. No, I had nothing to say about that. I haven't even seen... I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Mr. Mr. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Mr. Bean's Holiday. That was good. I saw that. They, you know, they, they just said Jackie Chan is writing and going to sing the opening song of the Beijing Olympics. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I don't care about that. I didn't know he could sing. Certainly can't act. No, oh, come on. <laughs> the King of Kong was good. The Ugh. Simpsons, Chuck and Larry, Sicko, Spider-Man 3, 28 Weeks Later. That was a lot this of good year. Yeah. I thought it was last year. No, 28 weeks. 28 uh, whatever. Weeks, 28 Weeks Later. What about Transformers? No, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else? All right, well, <coughs> sorry. Another short, quick news. Um, I believe that they are making an Anaconda 3, and that Hasselhoff is going to be in it. And John Voight? No, I don't think so. You know what Norm MacDonald has to say about that? <laughs> yes, I do. Giant, fake, CGI snakes love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right, uh, so there's that. Uh, one other, uh, in terms of the recent movies, a couple of movies that are coming up. One that I will actually like to see is uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith. <laughs> it, it is based on the, uh, I guess you could say the legendary, whatever, uh, author, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Richard Matheson. Okay. Uh, who wrote a lot of uh, science fiction stuff. 
I think he wrote the original novel back in like the 50s. But it's basically about, uh, you know, what if you're the last man on earth? You know, kind of a thing. Um, now, it's been, it's had different incarnations. Now, a lot of people might remember the 1971 incarnation. Planet of the Apes? No. <laughs> Starring, although it starred Charlton Heston, the Omega Man. Are you serious? Yes! <laughs> oh, man. Have you seen the I Omega just Man? No. You've never seen the Omega Man? No. Oh, I've God. played the video game Mega Man. No, it, Mega Man. <laughs> the, the Omega Man was the Omega Man. You dirty ape! <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Basically, Charlton Heston is the only guy. He's got some kind of immunity. All the other people are zombies. They they look terrible. They look like these zombies that were in this William Shatner film from the seventies, which is even worse. And yeah, you know, so basically he goes around like picking up food and and clothes, and he's like a nut. Yeah. And uh, you know he's just going around yelling at everybody, and it's just. It, it, but it's a it's a classic movie. Do you know the name of the book? I think the book was on I Am Legend. I think. Okay, no, I don't know. I'm just, just curious. Yeah, I think. Oh, wait, was it I Am Legend? I, know, I uh, will look it up. Uh, yeah, 1954 novel, I Am Legend. Okay. So anyway, um, this one, and it's, in, it's supposed to take place in New York City, and Will Smith's the only person left, and um, I don't know, it looks interesting. Um. The other movie that I saw in the previews while I was going to see Saw 4 there, and I've seen commercials for this, and this is just, it's beyond me. We talk about the Santa Claus, right, with uh, Tim oh, Allen. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. how bad that is. And you know what you're going to say. How bad some of these Christmas movies are. and Christmas and, with the Cranks. Oh, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. and Deck and, the Halls. Deck the halls and, and everything. Bad and, Santa. Uh, <laughs> you know, originally Bad Santa, I think, was supposed to be George Carlin. That would have made more sense. I know. But anyway. anyway, Probably would have been better, too. The worst one that has to be the worst of all time is Vince Vaughn <laughs> in Fred Clodge. Yeah, that looks terrible. It's, I think it's going to be worse than the Grinch... Who Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, which was <laughs> abominable. <laughs> abominable. I know who is going Fred, to go see that. Red Claws. It's a horrible. Nobody cares about Vince Vaughn. He's terrible. <laughs> well, he was... well, okay, wait, let me let me clarify. He's terrible as the main star by right. himself. Like he the has breakup. to be the co. Yeah, oh, the breakup was horrible. <laughs> breakup was horrible. Well, Jennifer Aniston is another one of those act. She's oh, an actress that terrible, awful on her own. You cannot put her in any kind of a starring role. I know. Like in in Office Space, great. <laughs> um, she's the one, which was with uh, uh, which was uh, Edward. Uh, what's his name? Edward Burns movie. She was very good in that. But as a central character, no. 
Actually, speaking of movies, this has completely driven me insane the past <laughs> few weeks. Right? I saw a poster in the movie theater a few months ago for it was Jerry Seinfeld B movie. Ugh. Okay, computer animated. I like Jerry Seinfeld. Maybe I'll go see it. No. Now I am never seeing that movie because the stupid commercials on NBC every 10 seconds. Even in the middle of a TV show at the bottom, they have B-movie. Windows Vista B-movie commercials. (laughs) Stupid uh, 30 Rock Jerry Seinfeld stars. I'm starring in B-movie. What's with (laughs) B-movie? I keep seeing these commercials with, with Jerry Seinfeld in live action. That's what these are? No, there's a commercial for Win- Microsoft Windows Vista with yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. It doesn't show his face. It just shows his hands. Uh, and, his, no, and, and it's his voice. Uh, and he keep you know, you, you should get Windows Vista. And you can do all these things. And remember, go see my, mov- my movie, B-Movie. And look, watch what I can do with Windows Vista. And don't forget, uh, B-Movie coming to theater. That's it. Now I'm not ever seeing it. Well, what I was saying was, he's also doing live-action commercials. I haven't even noticed what they're for, because it's just him yelling. <laughs> he's, like, sitting in an office screaming. Like, what is this guy babbling about? <laughs> B-movie. Ah. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing in the office here. I'm looking for a stapler. Go see my movie. B-movie. B-movie. Yeah. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. Remember the microfiche? Yeah. Microfilm? No, a fiche. I know, but it's also called microfilm. It's fiche! Alright. <laughs> fiche? Yes. Completely outdated technology. <laughs> Remember they had them at the, the library, the public library? Yeah. If somebody wanted to uh, look up an old newspaper article or magazine article, you know, now you just go on the computer. Yeah. If you want to look up an old New York Times article, you go to NewYorkTimes.com. You do a search. The old article comes up. No big deal. But 15, 20 years ago and even beyond, there was no internet. So you'd have nope. to go to the library and look up the article. And then there were these drawers, these cabinets filled with this film, like these transparency sheets. Yeah, they were very small. Yeah, and they had the newspaper articles printed on them, very, very tiny. And you would put the transparency sheet into this magnifier with a screen and <laughs> and read the old article like that. And then, like, to, like, look at it, there was, like, these uh, couple of, like, knobs. And, yeah. And one of them was, like, move through the film. And you could, like, move through this whole film and, like, and, like lightning speed. But how could you tell what was going on? It was like, they go flying past you. I don't know. I don't think I've ever even used it. 
I had they, no use for that. They had one at the the town, you know, public library that we had in our town there, and <laughs> as you know, the librarians there were just totally insane. <laughs> and if you ask them for anything, anything, they just they couldn't do it. It's like, yeah, uh, I need this magazine article. It's you know, your periodicals listing says that you have it. Well, I can't find that. I know, they could never find it. Well, look! You gotta fill out a card and put it on the desk. You fill the card out, put it there, and you have to sit there and wait for them to look for it. Yeah. I can't find it. I'd have to go over there and be like, no, you're looking in the wrong year. Put your glasses on. Yeah, but they couldn't even find regular books either. Uh, oh, they were the worst. The place was a mess. Ugh. And, and they had the microfilm viewer, and I think, I think one time we asked them like, "Do you have anything microfilm for this thing?" And they're like, "No, we we don't know how to use that. That's been here for thirty years. We don't know how to use it." But, uh. It's probably still there. But, and the, the crazy thing was, they would get this microfiche like on loan, you know, from like the New York Public Library. Yeah. Like, they would get a lot of stuff. Like, they get, like, magazines, like, different things, you know, I guess would rotate amongst the little libraries. Yeah. And, and they kept getting all this microfiche. They, they were getting that. They were getting, like, 16-millimeter uh, movies. What? The, what this is in what? the 90s. I know. <laughs> yeah, they were Who's getting Who's going to watch a 16-millimeter film strip? They were getting all this stuff and had no idea what uh, to do with it. Wow. Not a film strip, a film reel, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it was film. A reel to reel. Come on. <laughs> Let's get a VHS. Uh, well, I guess the stuff that they were getting was from, like, the 40s and the <laughs> 50s. It wasn't on VHS. <laughs> yeah. Well, that just goes to show how outdated our library was. Mm. Yeah, they were was, just starting to get in stuff from the 1950s. I remember when they first got computers. Oh, it was a Remember mess. that? Like, on the second floor, they had, like, four computers. Yeah, they Never were, like... worked. No, but when they, fir- when they very, very first got computers, and they didn't have the card catalog anymore, it switched over to computers. Yeah. They were using bank computers. <laughs> right? Well, and the no, screens, they, the screens had all that, like, had, they were all burnt in from whatever bank software was used previously. Yeah. So you could barely read what we, <laughs> what would come up on the screen. Well, well, actually, when I went to Rutgers, um, their library had the same system. Oh. Um, it's, well, it was just, no, it was just to look stuff up, yeah. But, I mean, it was all, you Wait, know, to, to do what? Like, to look for, for the books. Oh, yeah, the search. You know, the, the catalog, yeah, it was all on the these... Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, it was all on these... Uh, these The most retarded system ever oh, invented. Oh, man, a Dewey Decimal It was useless! Yeah, yeah it really was. You just was. search by keywords. What do you need? <laughs> stupid decimals. Well, anyway, they, they had these things where it was, uh, you know, it was running all on, like, Unix or whatever. Yeah. And it, you know, it was basically, it was just a dummy terminal. And you'd have like a central server and a dummy terminal, and that was it. Yeah. And and our library, they had those for oh, forever. Awful. <laughs> and then they wound up getting actual computers 
but they they couldn't do any like Sorry. they Thanks. couldn't do any uh, word processing. The I mean the internet, forget about it. The only thing they had was on CD. They yeah. had some kind of a CD version of the phone book. <laughs> I from remember like the that. whole United States. Yeah, but the thing is, they had a CD of the phone book, and then they had a CD, I think, of an encyclopedia. But the CD ROM drives that they got broken. No, no, they weren't broken. They were like one speed. Ah, mm-hmm. like not a two speed, not an eight speed, not a fifty-two. Sp- it was a. It was so old. It was a one speed. I'd be sitting there for ten minutes waiting for a phone number to come up. It was useless. Mm. I remember my art teacher at the high school, who I had for four years, he was the best, and he asked for computers, I I guess, because he didn't know a lot about it, so I guess he was asking for computers so that he could run some kind of, I don't know, like computer art program? Yeah. Which I guess, you know, back then, even the the best 486 was never going to be able to run any of this stuff. (laughs) Well, Photoshop 2... I, it was something like Illustrator that. Illustrator 3. Yeah, it was like, like paint and, you know, click and paint. <laughs> oh, yeah, th- those generic programs. Uh, Paintbrush. Yeah, so PC he... PC paint. Right, so he wanted to do that. So they get him, like, these... I don't know, they, they must have been, like, 286s <laughs> or 386s. With, with monochrome monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Text monitors. <laughs> No, not text. <laughs> they were like XGA or whatever. Wait, were they the kind, you know how on the old-fashioned TVs from... It's like, like an Apple II. Yeah, where instead of having a button for the power, it was like you had to pull the knob out. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, an old I have TV. one of them. Oh, yeah, I have one of them. It would go boom. <laughs> and, yeah, I remember on the old Apple IIs, we used to uh, program with logo. Ugh. That program logo. Ugh. And we would tell it to draw a circle, and it would always... The, the monitor was such a weird resolution, it would always come out an oval. <laughs> and then the teacher would be like, That's not a circle, you fail! <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> I know. But, so anyway, he it was a monochrome monitor. It was like all, one of them was all orange, another one was all green. <laughs> yeah, the, the it wasn't black and white, it was black and amber. Yeah. <laughs> Which is even worse. So he goes back to this guy and he's like, what is this? Like, you want a computers? Here you go. He's like, I, I want to be able to, like, for them to, like, use colors. He's like, you got to give me at least 256 colors. What? Right. What is, this is one color. <laughs> what is this? He's like, well, that's all we have. Too bad. Uh, no, I remember we... Uh, my friend and I, well, our friend and I, took an AutoCAD class. That wasn't AutoCAD, it was just CAD. No, it was AutoCAD. No. AutoCAD. It was. The software was called AutoCAD. (laughs) Okay, but AutoCAD is what they use to design cars. Whatever. Hence, Auto. 
<laughs> the one the software was called AutoCAD. I know. All right. Anyway, so we had a CAD I had that class. too. Yeah, we had a CAD class in eleventh grade, and I don't know. Hey, I never worked with CAD before, but I saw the pictures on the bulletin board outside. It looked cool. Uh, I took the class. I was, you know, I was into computers. I was into art. So we're in the class, and we sit down at the computers. And, you know, uh, AutoCAD is pretty sophisticated. You can do a lot of things. You can do 3D, uh, you know, all these calculations. And we don't have brand new computers. We have literally 15, 20-year-old computers. They weren't even 286s. They weren't even... Yeah, they were the 8086. <laughs> yeah, the, not even the 80... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The eighty eighty-six. Yeah, they were XTs, and they had the big external five and a quarter inch low density yeah. floppy drive. Well, that yeah. Well, that was so, a- so. And they had, I think, five megabyte internal hard drives or ten uh, megabyte hard drives. Uh, so every day, the teacher would defragment the hard drives because these computers were so slow. <laughs> And defragmenting the hard drive would take just about half the class. We couldn't and, do anything for and, half the class. This guy, this is the same guy that I was referring to that gave my art teacher the computers. Oh, really? Yeah, this guy uh. had no concept of computers at all. <laughs> he was, and he was nuts. He had no patience. He was a <laughs> madman. Well, and, and the funny thing about that. So we have all these really, really super outdated old computers, black and white monitors, right? Same thing. Well, no, we had we had those. There was a few two eighty sixes. There was a few three eighty sixes, and then there was a few four eighty sixes. And at the time, four eighty six was like the newest computer you could get. Well, when you say a few, there were two, right? And the <laughs> problem with those was that. The people you trying to do the the work for the class could never use the 486 because there's two losers. Would oh you had there was two brothers. One uh-huh. of them was in your class. One of them was in my class. And because the teacher for some reason believed these idiots that they were some kind of computer geniuses, he let them use the computers for whatever they wanted. We well, you know what they were doing. They were playing freaking poker. Yeah, they would bring in all these dumb computer video games. In solitaire. And every single disc that they put in the every computer had a virus. <laughs> I know. They would infect every computer, and then the guy would start screaming, You virused my computers again, Nick! You idiot! <laughs> George, no, you but, moron! But So we're sitting down at these really old, archaic computers, and if as if that weren't bad enough. And at the time, I had especially never seen this before. We had we didn't print things out on a color inkjet printer. Like th- those were just starting to come out, and people were just starting to buy those at the time. Probably around like ninety four, ninety five. Right. Um, the school- we had this gigantic. It was like maybe five feet wide, and it had wheels, and we would slide in big sheets of paper, not just little regular sheets, big, huge sheets of paper, 
slide them in, and these two rollers would roll the sheet of paper back and forth, and there was this mechanical arm, and <laughs> this mechanical arm that it would, if, if we made, if I were working on one of the computers with a color monitor, I can do things in color. Mm. And then to print it out, the printer would say, okay, put the red marker in the mechanical arm. So I would yeah. put the little red marker inside and it would draw. Like it would draw circles and squares and lines. Not like a printer, like dot. It would actually draw. And then it would say, okay, take out the red marker, put in the blue marker, then put in the blue, and then it would draw all of the blue thing. And then by the time it was done, it would have drawn the whole entire picture in all the different colors. Right. The whole process was so weird to me. Not using dots, but using a mechanical thing that was drawing. Well, again, we were we were doing like basic, you know, blueprint design. It wasn't anything. But now I will say, no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, I was used to, especially at the time, I was used to dot matrix printers. The print head goes back and forth, yeah, zzz, 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 and it make it draws a picture. But it uses dots. But in architecture, that's what they used to do at the time. I know, and it seemed very... It still seems weird to me, just watching this pen, watching this mechanical... plotters. Yeah, but but they're different now. The purpose of a plotter is to print on a very large piece of paper. I know, but now it's all done with inkjet. Oh, of course. Wide format inkjet, yeah. But at the time, the the device was actually drawing your picture with markers. I know. I still have some of them. I still have some. I took the blueprint. We were supposed to design a house. Yeah. This is ridiculous. He's like, you got to take a picture of a house in a magazine and then turn that into a blueprint. (laughs) I'm like, what are you, nuts? I took the blueprints from my house and copied them into the program and did that. Right. Because I'm like, how am I going to tell what the measurements are on a house in a picture? You, you, we could. Yeah, it was impossible. And then and I was asking like, him, well, so, yeah, I was asking him, okay, well, how tall are, 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 are how tall is each story? You know, it, it has to be a standard thing. What, what's, what's the standard height of each, of a story in a building, each floor? Oh, I don't know. Just, just make it 20 feet. I'm thinking, 20, 20 foot ceilings? What? <laughs> really? I've never seen a building <laughs> like that. Maybe 8 foot, maybe 10 foot, 20 feet, really? Yeah, like the Home Depot or something. <laughs> yeah, warehouse. <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> he was a disaster. He would guard the floppy disk with his life. <laughs> you could not touch any of the floppy disks, even though they were all full of viruses. And I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, look, you don't understand. What's wrong with these discs? You guys keep breaking the discs. I'm like, look, you don't understand. You can only copy and reformat the discs so many times before they turn no good. Let me tell you, I I remember when I first had the IBM XT. It was like a first computer I had. Oh, garbage. (laughs) Of course. The the five and a quarter floppy. I can't tell you how many five and a quarter floppy discs I bought brand new that didn't work. It was the worst medium of all time. Well, it was the same thing on the Apple II. Nothing ever worked. Well, originally, I had an Atari computer. 
I had one of those like A eight hundred XT or whatever it was. Those were pretty good at the time. Yeah, those, yeah. I mean, those were pretty good. Well, th those became the fifty two hundred. It was the same <laughs> hardware. Yeah, uh, Atari was a disaster. But anyway, the um, and I had I had a floppy drive, and we could never get the floppy drive to to work after you save something. Like you put the floppy disk in there, you'd save a program, whatever. You next time you try and open it, the, the disk the the disk was no good. <laughs> like what is this? I, I think it was the drive. Probably. I mean, it was absurd. Oh, it must have been. Yeah, it must have been. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, that was that was back when when we were very young. Computers seemed very cool to me. Eh. Um, that way, they seem cool to you? Computer, I was very interested and intrigued by computers. I wasn't. But, it was weird because they never worked. That was why I wasn't intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, now I, I used to see a computer and be like, okay, what can you do with this? And then like the person that had a computer would go to show me, nothing would work. I would say, well, <laughs> this is useless. What, what is this? I know. Yeah, you know, like, uh, one of our friends would get a new computer. I'd go over there and, like, check it out. It, it was a disaster. I know. Like, what am I going to do with this thing? <laughs> this is useless. You could type reports on it. That was uh, good. No, $2,000. You, you would you'd start typing the report, and five minutes later, the computer would crash. You'd lose all your work. Because <laughs> you couldn't save it. But the thing uh, is, at the time, though, we couldn't even do... This was before uh, Microsoft Word and all that. This was like... Well... You would get the black and white screen and just start yeah. typing. No uh, bold, no italics, no font sizes, no fonts. And then print it out on that fanfold dot matrix printer that you had to peel the edges off and rip the sheets apart from each other. And the oh, I remember the dot matrix. That was paper all you could do I, with it. The dot matrix paper that I always had was like used paper that my mother would get from work, so it was all yellow and <laughs> had like coffee spilt on it. Like I don't care, I'm turning this in. What else am I going to put in the printer? <laughs> yeah. I hated Zing. that paper. I could not stand that paper so bad. It would always get jammed because ah. the edges would always start to come off inside the printer and it would get jammed and the print head would get stuck and I'd have to take out the ribbon and rewind the ribbon and put it back. Oh. And then, you know, you think about, then we moved on to like Windows 3.0, Windows 3.1, which was just as much garbage. Use well, it was it was almost as useless Except, um, this time when I type reports, I can use different fonts now. Oh yeah, wow! And you can maybe you get a spell check to work. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it was you know the games stunk for it. Always crashed. Yeah. But again, that that's the, you know I've I've been talking to you you know privately about the Amiga and how I completely I never like never got into the Amiga, and I I wish that I would have. Because it's the Amiga, too expensive. no, not compared to the other machines. Well, they were all expensive. And back in nineteen, they were all like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, back no, but back in like nineteen eighty four, nineteen eighty five, when the Amiga came out, yeah. the Amiga cost like a thousand dollars. 
Apple twos cost over two thousand dollars, <laughs> and they did, they were nothing. <laughs> I know like, it was one, like a calculator. With one a color had you couldn't do anything with it, and then you know most of the IBM compatibles were like three thousand yeah. dollars, and they couldn't do anything and either. Then, and then, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Macintosh Ugh. came out in nineteen. 19- <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Or I think I think 1983 Apple came out with the Lisa, Ugh. which was the precursor to the Macintosh, and then but, they came out with the Macintosh. I think it was ten thousand dollars. <laughs> no, what happened was I the think Macintosh. One of them was ten thousand dollars. Yes, yes. Hold on. The Macintosh came out. It was like ten thousand. <sighs> now the components inside of it were about as good as you could get. It was too much money. So what Apple did was they took everything out of it. They took um, out the disk drives and the hard drives and <laughs> they took everything out until you were Color. left with, Yeah, you were left with an Apple II. <laughs> Basically with oh. an Apple II with a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was useless. And black and white. You know, and again, the the Amiga at that time because because they were using their own chips. I mean, they weren't building the chips, it was another company, but it was all their own design. It, it was it was unbelievably powerful, and it wasn't that much money. Yeah. But unfortunately, the idiot well, that, that... Well, it was made by Commodore, right? Right, because... It was owned by Commodore. Well, Commodore bought them out, but the guy that had owned Commodore, had started Commodore, that Tram, Jack Tramiel guy, who <laughs> went then went to Atari and ruined them also, <laughs> the two of those idiots kept fighting with each other. And eventually they were gone and IBM had, you know, had won the day. My computer, it's a pretty good computer, but it's, it's like five years old now. Mine's seven. Yeah, you and a half. You definitely need a new computer. I've been telling you that for a couple of years. <laughs> Never. But so I've been looking at the new computers. I have a Pentium Four, so I'm looking at buying a new computer. And I'm not going to spend four thousand, five thousand dollars on some crazy, overblown, souped-up computer. I don't need that. I don't want that. It's too expensive. So I've always, um, my family has always owned a Windows computer. Wait, um, at what work, are you going to buy, Linux? <laughs> no. What are you, retarded? What am I going to run on Linux? <laughs> That's my point. It's nothing. No, but so at work. You run Windows on Linux. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, that's what I would have to end up doing. Um, but at work, I've almost always used Macintosh computers. Or, yeah, OS 8, OS 9. And you never have anything good to say about them. I know. Now OS 10, and then, you know, the Leopard just came out, and whatever. (laughs) So, I'm like, okay, you know what? I've been using Macintosh computers at work for many years. Um, Now that Apple stopped using its own special chips, now Apple is using uh, just plain old regular Intel chips, just like... Just like a Dell computer, just like an HP computer. Right, right. So what people are doing is they're buying Macintosh computers, and it comes with the Mac OS X, 
Right. But they can also run a special program that allows them to install Microsoft Windows. Mm. So if they have some programs that run in Microsoft Windows, they can switch over to Windows, do that. Then if they need to use Macintosh, they can switch back to Macintosh and use that. So I went on the Apple Store. I went to Apple.com, clicked on Store. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get the best super, you know, best Apple computer. I'll just get like, I'll get a good one, a a medium one. And the medium one is like almost (laughs) $2,000. And then I went on to Dell and I went on to HP.com. And I, you know, same exact specs, same exact parts, same pieces, same power, same everything. Same chips, same video, same... Right. Memory, same hard drive. So the <laughs> the Macintosh was like $1,800, $1,900. The Windows computer, the Dell, the HP, was like $800, $900. Ah. So it was like $900 or $1,900 <laughs> for the same parts. Why would I buy a Macintosh? I don't know. Why are people buying Macintosh computers? They're twice I... the amount of money for the same thing. They always have been. That's why I don't understand them. So why don't people buy it? I don't know. But I would have, what I was going to say was I had a, remember that I had that 486, which the other day I finally got rid of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what did you do with it? Uh, well, what happened Destroyed is it, it? The county, Essex County. They have some kind of like a, a pickup day, like twice a year, where you can like dump like TVs and cameras and VCRs and computers. Yeah. So I just took a bunch of old junk and and dumped that on them. <laughs> I was I was, I am sorry, but I had to shed a tear. Did you take the hard drive out? Well, I took the hard drive out and then I like deleted everything or whatever. Not that there was anything on it. Did you take the RAM chips out? What was I going to do with that? Put them in your computer you have now. What am I going to do <laughs> with a, a 4 megabyte <laughs> r- RAM chip from a 486? <laughs> it's 4 megabytes. <laughs> that could give you 3% more RAM. <laughs> that was a disaster. I remember those days. It was a 486 originally. And I made the mistake, and I advise anybody out there that never to do, never buy a PC that comes that with the monitor and PC comes together in uh. one like unit. Never. And that's what I bought. So you could never upgrade the thing. So the, the, the original processor was like 66 megahertz. And I bought like one of these like quote power stackers. It was supposed to be like a 133 megahertz, eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it actually remember, ran at that. I remember back then, because a 4 megabyte RAM chip in you know, 1994 or whatever, you know, eh. s- somewhere around there, that used to cost like $240. I know. For 4 megabytes. <laughs> it was insane. So what people used to do... Instead of upgrade, like, let's say if my computer had four megabytes of RAM and I wanted to upgrade to eight megabytes, right? Double my RAM, get a lot yeah. more speed out of the computer, play, play better games, better graphics, right? That would cost about $240. Yeah. 
well, that's very expensive. But what people used to do as, as a cheaper solution was buy this software called Ram Doubler. Ah. And I, and so let's say I buy Ram Doubler, I take it home, I install it, and I run it. And it's supposed to turn my four megabytes of RAM magically somehow into yeah. eight megabytes of RAM <laughs> through software, which was a complete scam. You know what it did, right? It used that virtual memory. It increased the virtual memory by using, you know, space in the hard drive. Which yeah, but that's you could very do. slow. Yes, I know. But you could do <laughs> that. You're, you could have done that yourself in those days. Right. In Windows. <laughs> right. That's what, so this, pro, I know I have one. I bought one of them too. Basically, it would, it would do that, which would be slower and give you less hard drive <laughs> space. Plus, you were running this application, which took up memory. Yeah. <laughs> you were in worse shape than when you started. I know. And, and I, I know this is turning into the computer episode, uh. but. Not only that, hard drives were also very expensive at the time. Yeah. So let's say back then I had an 80 megabyte hard drive, my family's computer. 80 megabyte, not gigabyte, megabyte. Yeah. And if that got filled up, it's like, oh, well, I can go out and buy a 200 megabyte hard drive, but that's going to cost you know, $400, $500. That's, yeah. that's way too expensive. So there was this software called Stacker. <laughs> oh, I had that too. So, yeah. so let's say I go to the store, I buy Stacker, the the software, not the pills. Everybody had that. Yeah, and then I install, I get home, I install it on the computer. It took all of the files on the hard drive, on the 80 megabyte hard drive, and zipped them. So that now it only takes up 40 megabytes. Right. Now I have 40 megabytes available. Mm-hmm. But that slowed down everything because every time I would open a file or read a file or load a file, it would have to spend time unzipping, <laughs> uncompressing. I know, with like 30-year-old zip technology. Yeah, so it was all these scams on the computers. and the, the, Well, I, I uh, mean, you, call it, you want to call it a scam, but at the same time, I mean, you're spending $20 for this program. <laughs> Because the stupid hardware costs three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, you you didn't have a choice. <laughs> so that's why I say that the computers back then were useless. <laughs> they, yeah, they really, uh, they really, really were. Like seriously, back then, even on the three eighty six with Microsoft Windows three point I did Microsoft Word. Right, I I typed reports. Right, and I did print shop deluxe. I made cards and, and signs, right? Man. I wrote reports and I made signs. Right. That was like, that was almost useless. Yeah, well, that's, that's why... For a $2,000 machine, you get it home and, and all you can do is two things with it? Right, I mean, that's why... were that's people why so excited? It, it wasn't until the late <laughs> 90s where the computers really started, you know, booming because you wound up with like Windows 95, you could do a yeah. lot more with it. Right, right. Um, you know, you had AOL came around. <laughs> oh, uh, the first that one was I another had was scam. The, the first one I had was CompuServe. Yeah, well, people oh. had CompuServe. A lot of people had Prodigy. Oh, a Prodigy. lot of people had. And the thing, the thing with that back then, like now, people go on the internet. There's there's a website called Yahoo that you can sign up for a free yeah. email or Hotmail or there Gmail. There were no websites. 
There was uh, no browser. Yeah, you would open up, let's say, the Prodigy program. It would open up, okay, press enter to dial the phone number. You press enter, beep, 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 right? Dials the phone number, you hear all the noises, it connects, makes a connection. Mm. And then all you, and then you had an email, right? It would give you an email address, but it was like, Star dot one nine five tilde dash underscore at prodigy dot com. It's like, it's like, hey, I want to send you an email. What's your address? Star dot one nine five underscore tilde at prodigy dot. Then I remember they would give you like an FTP or like a web page. <laughs> then eventually you'd have like web page space. I remember in uh, nineteen ninety six. Was it? Right, like the, there was that GeoCities website, Ugh. and it was like <laughs> it was like five hundred kilobytes of uh. web space. <laughs> and I remember, I right, I I got all excited. I signed up for it, and then I'm like, I uploaded one picture, and that was all I could do. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do with this? I know. You know, the, you we couldn't do connect. anything be- because, like AOL, you would get you everything was based on a timer. Yeah. So, you know, you'd only have so many hours per month, and if you tried to download a file, that would take up, like, the whole month's worth. Yeah, it would chart. Like, now you go online, you just pay a flat rate for one month. You can be on the computer 24 hours a day downloading. It doesn't matter. You right. know, $40 a month, $20 a month. Back then, it was by the minute. Mm. So, to try to download and on a very slow dial-up modem trying to download a two megabyte file you know you're getting charged per minute that's like thirty dollars just to download one file yeah it was was totally counterproductive i remember what i originally used to do was um but you remember you used to get like aol and all them they used to send the, the little three and a half floppies in the mail yeah like oh sign up for one free month Right, right, right. Or whatever. And uh, I used to do it. 100 free hours. Yeah, yeah. I used to sign up, and then after the month was over, I canceled. Yeah. And, and, then, I did. and then just record, and then and then you have a free floppy disk. That's true also. That you can use. And so what I, I wind up doing was I would do that, and I, I think with AOL, I think I did that, like, because eventually you would get, like, three free months or something. Yeah, they kept upping it. Yeah. So eventually, I did that like seven or eight times for like a couple over a course of like a couple of years. But then I also mixed in like Prodigy and CompuServe and uh, yeah, because then think, they started doing the free offers, right? And, and there was another one too that was um, MSN. Yeah, there was MSN, and I, there was some other ones too. Errors. I don't remember using them. <laughs> but there was like four or five of them that I used over like a period of like two and a half, three years. Yeah. And I just kept signing up and canceling and signing up again. Eventually, <laughs> each one of them won't let me do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. said I was an abuser. <laughs> You're an account abuser. Oh, well. Stop sending me free offers. No, but then they would keep sending me the free discs. Uh, that's I'm what like, I'm saying. And I would argue with them on the phone. I'd be like, well, you're sending me this disc. Why can't I use this disc? <laughs> no, you can't use it. Well, I want the free hours. Well, they're like, well, if you get the free hours, the only way we're giving it to you is if you give us your credit card because then we'll start charging yeah. you when it's over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. so you're telling me I can't cancel? No. 
That doesn't sound right. I know, that's not legal. <laughs> uh, 